Assalamu alaikum. Today is day eight of Ramadan and day eight of the Ramadan series on emotions. And today we'll be looking at the seventh emotion, which is envy. Again, the book that I'm using is the Handbook of Spiritual Medicine by Ibn Dawood. So, Bismillah. In Alhamdulillah, Nahmiduhu, and Asainuhu, and Astaghfiruhu, when I was a billahi, when Shururi and Fusina, and say, Ati Amalina. من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله الحمد لله indeed all praises due to Allah we praise him and seek his help and forgiveness we seek refuge in Allah from our souls evils and our wrongdoings he whom Allah guides no one can misguide and he whom he misguides no one can guide Bismillah so again, the seventh emotion today is envy. So like always, I'll read from the book and then I'll give my own reflections. So, al-hasad or envy. Envy is when you identify a blessing or perceived blessing, bestowed on someone else and then desire through some trick or deception that the blessing be extinguished. It has three stages. One, envy as a human quality. In this degree of envy, man is excused and is not at fault. Two, Acting according to the demands of envy. In this degree, man is a sinner. 3. Opposing the demands of envy. In this degree, man deserves praise and will be rewarded. The Quran therefore teaches us to seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In Surah Al-Falaq, verses 1 and 5, قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقْ مِنْ شَرِّ حَاسِدٍ إِذَا حَسَدٍ So I seek refuge in the Lord of the daybreak and from the evil of an envier when they envy. The Prophet ﷺ said, Resort to secrecy for the fulfillment and success of your needs, for verily everyone who has a blessing is envied. That is to say that someone of means will invariably have someone who envies him for what he possesses. Envy can be caused by a number of things, holding animosity towards others, so enmity or adawa, when someone is doing better than oneself, arrogance, pride, which is the kabbur, deceit, gharur, poor self-worth or low self-esteem, an inferiority complex, vanity, love for leadership and status, extreme greed for wealth, material gain, money, or possessions. So some of the signs and symptoms of envy is that you cast criticism towards other nations. So you look at wealthier nations, you look at nations that are better, that have better rulers, like presidents or kings or queens, and you just criticize them and you're basically because you're envious of their worldly possessions. Um, you could be envious of others' possessions. So you feel envious towards another person with respect to their worldly possessions, fame or anything like that. And you think or say that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should not have given another person a blessing or that he was wrong to do so because you deserve it more. So when you see someone has a nicer car and you don't have a nicer car you might get envious of them and be like why do they get a car and a nicer car than me i'm the one who's staying up late praying and doing all sorts of good deeds and another thing is competing on social media so you feel jealous when you <coughs> excuse me when you read someone's post with respect to their achievement experience or the like you realize that the main reason you're posting an experience or achievement is because you're competing with someone else. 
who has recently done something of similar nature, so to match them or exceed the other person's accomplishments. And this one's quite dangerous, especially with how social media, how often people use social media now and how often people post on social media, like they post their achievements, what they bought, what they did, where they're going on holiday, on vacation. It's like many people choose to post on social media, so there's some competition there. The Prophet ﷺ said, don't envy one another, don't hate one another, don't turn your back on, on one another, but be slaves of Allah as brothers. And the Prophet also said, beware of envy, for it consumes good deeds just as fire consumes wood or grass. Some other signs and symptoms is the intention and actions to remove blessings. So if you have that ability to, through deception or through tricking people, you would try and eliminate that person's blessings. And so this could be someone's has a very nice necklace. And so you try and remove that blessing from them. Or it could be even something more substantial like a house or a job. You also severely are occupied with this envy that consciously or subconsciously you're desiring that just as you're the first to refrain from giving others, Allah should also be refraining from giving blessings to those people as well. And... You might see someone that's making like a head star, a headway, and you're like, that person doesn't deserve that achievement. That person does not achieve that accomplishment. So for example, if your co-worker gets a promotion, you feel like, hmm, they weren't the ones who should have gotten it. I should have gotten it. That's envy as well. Or even envying a person's spouse, their children, just anything. And so... In the days of the Prophet ﷺ, when the disbelievers of Quraysh protested aloud, they exclaimed, If only this Qur'an was revealed to a great man from one of the two cities. And this is in Surah Az-Zukhruf, verse 31. And so this was sort of like saying that, how can he be a prophet while he's like us and we're not prophets? So there was some envy there, and that verse is just showing us that there was envy there as well. And also we know about Fir'aun who grew arrogant and envious, when Musa came to him with Allah's message, and part of Thron's problem was seeing a prophet chosen from among those that he deemed to be common, lesser people. So some treatments for this for envy is just to be content that Allah is Al-Hakim, one of the names of Allah, right? All-Wise, the All-Knower, the Al-Alim, the All-Fully Aware. So he gives to people, and so you don't need, you shouldn't be questioning why that person got that blessing and you didn't and you should be in awe of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he's the one who is the most powerful the most wise and so there's no reason to question it as well so don't question it why did that person get wealthy and I didn't and you realize that what you perceive as a blessing could be based on a false notion and so in reality this blessing that you see it as a blessing it could actually be causing that person trouble and difficulty so, for example, you're jealous, you have this, en you're, <clears throat> you're envious of your friend's husband or wife, and what you don't know is actually they as a couple are struggling and they seem to not be seeing eye to eye, and so what you see as a blessing might actually be a tribulation to someone else. And another thing is to shun the envy and avoid depression. So, 
as soon as you feel that feeling of envy, you try and shut it down because you realize that envy needs negative thoughts to thrive and you don't want that, right? And another thing is to know that envy consumes good deeds. So you realize that envy is not going to benefit you and it's not going to remove that blessing or be brought to you. And the envy can be harmful for your worldly life, but also for the hereafter because it will destroy you spiritually and worldly. And you realize as well that if you're envious of that person, you're going to be losing those deeds and that person is going to be gaining those good deeds as compensation for your envy towards them. <clears throat> Some other treatments are just praising a person when you try when you'd rather find faults in them or criticize them. So shut down that criticism, shut down that oh, you shouldn't have done it this way or why like shut down that envy and praise them. Say Allahumma barik or yeah, that's amazing. Well done. Like, congratulations on your promotion. Congratulations on your new car, on your new house, on your new wife, husband. Just praising them rather than wanting to criticize them or feel that envy. Or you could also give them a gift um, or simple greeting or do them a favor so that builds muhabba or love between you guys and by having that love in your heart, it will help you treat them better and not have envy towards them. And one final thing is to supplicate for the one you envy. And this might be one, a hard one, but supplicating for them to be blessed and to have to for their blessings to continue to bless them and provide for them and for Allah to provide for them instead of wishing that they no longer have that blessing. And you remind you also remember that by supplicating and making dua for them that it's not going to harm you it's actually going to benefit you because the prophet sallallahu said there is no muslim servant who supplicates for his brother in his absence except that the angel says for you the same <clears throat> and imam al-ghazali also says i understood that the distribution was from god the exalted in eternity so i did not envy anyone and I was content with the distribution of God, the exalted. So again, it's just reminding yourself that that distribution, those blessings that are being given to other people around you that you might not be getting, it's from the will of Allah. And Allah has decreed for them to get those blessings and for you to not. And that should be enough. Another treatment is to seek your own provision. So you think about maybe you've had some shortcomings you need to seek repentance, you need to ask for forgiveness, and you need to work on your own self and better yourself because maybe those people that you're envious of, they're actually working more hard, they're working harder than you, and that's why they have those blessings and you don't. And also protecting your blessings, especially on social media. So if you read someone's post, which is talking about an achievement or like a prize or that sort of thing, you try and remember your own blessings that Allah has provided you with and not think about, if only I could have had that as well. And you just say, Alhamdulillah for my eyesight, Alhamdulillah for a roof over my head. So think about the positives, appreciate the little things in life. Another thing is that you remind yourself that you should only compete with someone on two, like, for two reasons. So for example, the person has great wisdom and they teach people by it, and you want to be like that person. So it's like halal envy. 
or that you um that Allah has provided another person with like wealth and property and they use that for good and you also are envious of that halal because you also would like that money to be able to do good as well <clears throat> or the last resort is just to unfollow the person on social media if all you feel is anger and envy towards them when they post anything about their daily lives or their accomplishments just unfollow them that's the easiest thing um, some exceptions for envy is that your fear of Allah prevents harm. And so when you look at someone's blessings, you hope that you also acquire the same, but without letting them, without having them lose that as well. So you don't want that harm for them. So it's like halal envy. So for example, my sister, mashallah, she got to go to Mecca to do Umrah for the first time and when she like would send me pictures and photos and that sort of thing, I would be like, MashaAllah, Allahumma Barak, I'm like so envious of you, so halal jealous of you. Because like I'm happy for her, but also I'm jealous, but in a not harmful way, that she got to go and so I pray that I also get to go, but I don't have any ill feelings toward her. Like Alhamdulillah she was able to go. Another exception is that there's the wealth for righteous deeds. So you want money, you want wealth to be able to do the righteous deeds of giving to the needy. And you also don't want that person to lose their wealth because they're also doing good. And another thing is righteous wisdom. So again, you envy that person because of their wisdom. But you also wish to be blessed with that same wisdom to be able to also teach other people. But you don't want them to lose that blessing either. And the last one is that you're focused on the hereafter. And so you're envious, but not for temporary things. Um, your desire is instead for what will serve you hereafter. And so you try and change those negative feelings into positive ones. And that's it for the book. Now on to my own. So envy is a dangerous emotion. It's a disease of the heart. It's when a person sees another person's blessings and wishes that they don't have it anymore or wishes harm upon them. And so the scholar Al-Alam Al-Majlisi mentioned seven causes and motives for hasad or envy. And so it's number one is enmity. So you're hostile towards members of the community, family, friends, because you envy what they have. You envy their successes. Number two is a sense of one's supremacy. So you think that you're better than them spiritually, physically, mentally, and you don't understand how they can have better things than you. Number three is kibbutz or pride. And so you think you actually are the one who deserves all those blessings. Nope, they don't deserve it. Only you do. Number four is wonder. So you might look at the person with those blessings and wonder, why did they get those blessings? What did they do to deserve them? I should be getting those blessings. They didn't deserve it. Number five is fear. So you fear that someone may be better spiritually, mentally, physically than you. They may be better than you in those ways, or they might have more money, more wisdom, and you have that fear like, no, they can't be better than me. Number six is love of authority, and so you want to be the leader, you want the person that everyone looks up to, and you don't want people to look down on you. And lastly, number seven is just viciousness of nature. You're just simply vicious, you're just simply mean and envious, and you just don't like seeing other people have blessings or any good. 
So one needs to be worried if they have envy in their heart because it's a deadly disease. It can lead to backbiting, which is another sin that we know about, gossiping, hypocrisy, slandering, arrogance. It can just lead to, it just opens the door to other diseases and negative sins. And the more you let envy grow in your heart, the more it will affect you and you'll become blinded to the blessings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already provided you with. So only looking at those around you, not wanting them to have any good, will affect how you see what you have around you, what you personally have. And there's many scholars that actually agree that the first like cause or first manifestation of wrongdoing, of envy basically, was when shaitan refused to obey God's command of bowing down to Adam. And the simple reason that Iblis didn't bow down was because he thought, Iblis thought he was better than Adam, he was superior because he was a creation from fire. And so Iblis, shaitan, was envious. <clears throat> okay, so now some verses from the Quran. We have Surah An-Nisa, verse 54. أَمْ يَحْسُدُونَ النَّاسَ عَلَى مَا آتَاهُمُ اللَّهُ مِنْ فَضْلِهِ فَقَدْ آتَيْنَا آلَى إِبْرَاهِيمَ الْكِتَابَ وَالْحِكْمَةَ وَآتَيْنَاهُمْ مُلْكًا عَظِيمًا Or do they envy people for what Allah has given them of his bounty? But we had already given the family of Abraham the scripture and wisdom and conferred upon them a great kingdom. So this verse is talking about envy. How can the people have, how do they envy people for what Allah has given them? Again, it's reminding us that Allah's given those bounties. So how can we envy them? Another two verses, verse 9 and 10 from Surah Al-Hashr, are وَالَّذِينَ تَبَوَّأُوا الْدَارَ وَالْإِيمَانَ مِنْ قَبْلِهِمْ يُحِبُّونَ مَنْ هَاجَرَ إِلَيْهِمْ وَلَا يَجِدُونَ فِي صُدُورِهِمْ حَاجَةً مِمَّا أُوتُوا وَيُؤْثِنُونَ عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ وَلَوْ كَانَ بِهِمْ خَصَاصًا وَمَنْ يُلْقَى شُحَّ نَفْسِهِ فَأُولَئِكَ هُمُ الْمُفْلِحُونَ وَالَّذِينَ جَاءُوا مِنْ بَعْدِهِمْ يَقُولُونَ رَبَّنَا أَغْفِرْ لَنَا لِإِخْوَانِنَا الَّذِينَ صَدَقُونَا بِالْإِيمَانِ وَلَا تَجْعَلْ فِي قُلُوبِنَا غِلًّا لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا رَبَّنَا إِنَّكَ رَؤُوفٌ رَحِيمٌ And also for those who were settled in Al-Madinah and adopted the faith before them. They love those who emigrated to them and find not any want in their breasts of what the immigrants were given, but give them preference over themselves, even though they are in privation. And whoever is protected from the stinginess of his soul, it is those who will be the successful. And there is a share for those who came after them, saying, Our Lord, forgive us and our brothers who preceded us in faith, and put not in our hearts any resentment towards those who have believed. Our Lord, indeed you are kind and merciful. So Ibn Kathir, the tafsir for these two ayahs by Ibn Kathir, um, mentions that when Allah says, وَلَا يَجِدُونَ فِي صُدُورِهِمْ حَاجَةً مِمَّا أُوتُوا and have no jealousy in their breast for what they have been given, it basically is talking about how the Ansar, they didn't have any envy for the Mahajirin because of the better status, rank, or grade that Allah gave the Mahajirin above them. So again, it's reminding us that we shouldn't be envious, we shouldn't, and it's a, there's a beautiful du'a in this verse, it's saying, رَبَّنَا إِغْفِرْ لَنَا وَلِأَخْوَانِنَا الَّذِينَ صَدَقُونَ بِالْإِيمَانِ وَلَا تَجْعَلْ فِي قُلُوبِنَا غِلًّا لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا رَبَّنَا إِنَّكَ رَؤُوفٌ رَحِيمٌ Ameen, so it's a du'a as well, it's asking Allah for forgiveness for those 
who have preceded us, forgiveness for them as well, and for asking for no resentment in our hearts, no envy, no jealousy for those, towards those who have believed. And last verses are verse 88 and 89 from Ashura. يَوْمَ لَا يَنْفَعُ مَالًا وَلَا بُنُونَ إِلَّا مَنْ أَتَى اللَّهُ بِقَلْبٍ سَلِيمٍ The day when neither wealth nor children will be of any benefit. Only those who come before Allah with a pure heart will be saved. So again, this verse doesn't, these two verses don't mention like envy or jealousy. But in a way, it, it sort of does. It's sort of telling us that children, money, family, status, jobs, position... Whatever you can think of, these things, they're not going to benefit us on the day of judgment. The only thing that will benefit us is a pure heart. And if we even have envy, negative envy, bad envy, like the envy of a disease of a heart, disease of the heart, it's not gonna, we're not going to be having a pure heart. So we need to remember that these things like children and wealth, they're worldly matters and they're not going to benefit on the day of judgment. Only if you have a pure heart. So, so another few names of Allah related to this emotion and envy is Al-Mati, the giver. So it's a reminder again that he's the one who gives. So if we want him to give us, we can call upon this name. Um, but it's also a reminder that he gives to whom he wills. We also have Al-Muhayman, the protector. So it reminds us that Allah is a protector. And if we want protection against those who envy us, this is a beautiful name to call upon as well. Now for du'a. A'udhu bi-kalimati Allahi al-tamati min kulli shaytani wa-hamma wa min kulli aynan lamma. Oh Allah, I seek refuge with your perfect words from every evil and from poisonous pests and from every evil, harmful, envious eye. Allahumma tahir qalbi min al-ghilli wal-haqdi wal-hasadi wal-kibir. Oh Allah, purify my heart from hatred, resentment, jealousy, and arrogance. Oh Ya Allah, if we ever see someone that has a blessing that we don't have, allow us to look at their blessings and praise them and to allow us to reflect on our own blessings and praise you for them and thank you for them and be grateful for them. Do not let us ever have any feeling of negative envy for another person's blessing and just to always be thankful and protect us from envious people. Amin. Anything I said is a reminder to myself, first and foremost. Anything incorrect is from myself. And all good is from Allah, so forgive me for my shortcomings. May Allah bless your fast for today. Inshallah. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika. Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah. La ilaha illallah. Anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Glory is to you and praises to you. I bear witness that there is none worthy of worship except you, Ya Allah, I seek your forgiveness and repent to you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.